1470, 100.3 WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. It's time for the top five at five. These are the fivest big news stories of the day. According to me right now, Aliens is going to be among them because why not? But I'll get to that in just a bit. Uh, first, Chris Licht stepped down from CNN or fired from CNN. I'm not sure what you want to say. Uh, maybe he stepped down the same way that Tucker Carlson stepped down or Don Lemon stepped down. I'm not sure. Um, but he is out. He did not spend anywhere near the amount of time that he probably expected to spend at a CNN. And I do find this story hilarious. And I find it hilarious for really just one reason. He went to a company that was definitely on a political side of the aisle. And he said he was going to destroy, uh, I don't think he used that word exactly, the political bias. He was going to make CNN what it was way back in the day, an organization that actually reported news without opinion being all over everything that it did. And here's the difference for anyone that goes, hey, Collins, I I listen to your radio show and you got opinion in it. I'm not telling you there's not opinion here. I'm telling you there is. Uh, If you ask me, I'd be like, yeah, no, I give my opinion on the show. It's what I do. Uh, They pretend they don't. A lot of left-leaning media pretends they don't. But he failed spectacularly, Chris Licht, to both, one, actually uh, change CNN as much as uh, he tried to, and two, have anyone that worked there be happy with the fact that he was doing what he was doing. And I guess the the end was the Trump town hall, which I do think was intelligent as far as a move and not because I talk about things on a certain side of the political aisle. I think that if you wanted to demonstrate a lack of bias as a cable news platform that talks about politics a lot, the best possible way, uh, certainly still with the intent of challenging someone, would be to do a town hall with former President Donald Trump. Uh, That is the guy uh, that you would think that most media on the left would want to censor at all costs, want to have removed from things like Twitter, et cetera, et cetera, and did have removed from those places. And all of the other media outlets that were um, very, very upset at CNN for putting Trump on a town hall in the first place. Essentially, all those places are telling you you're an idiot. Uh, I want to make sure that you, uh, and I believe you would, understand that. Anyone, anywhere, on any argument that we have that says that it's dangerous to prop up anything that they don't agree with, whatever the, the message is, the reason they say it's dangerous to prop it up is because because they think people will believe it. And if it's not true, if it's flawed, if it's uh, something you shouldn't believe, uh, then it shouldn't matter if we discuss it or not. It should matter how we discuss it, how we demonstrate the flaws of it. Uh, we shouldn't be afraid of, of hearing people's opinion. This is something I'm saying, totally uh, pivoting now, about the uh, What is a Woman documentary. If you're someone that is, and it's still up on Twitter, I checked last night. If you're someone that's certain and, you know, utterly convinced that everything you'd see in that documentary is, is hate and you would disagree with all of it, and for that reason you refuse to watch it, then you actually have no idea uh, whether or not you agree with it or not, whether or not you would uh, understand any of the positions taken in the documentary or any things that any of the guests say. And even more importantly than that, And I think I talked about this a little bit yesterday. What I'm most fascinated about, about that story and how it's sort of been evolving over the last few, it's not in the top five at five on purpose, but darn it, uh, we're here now, is that most of the people who did interviews on that uh, documentary were tricked into doing them. Most of the experts uh, and other individuals who said yes thought that they were talking to someone who supported their side of an argument, wasn't going to challenge it. And most of those individuals who are featured in the documentary are mad that they're in it, even though they agreed to be in it. 
They weren't promised any sort of certain thing. And that, to me, is the utter death of debate or death of our society uh, to be something that's anything other than a Facebook feed uh, in your everyday life gone rogue where you expect to be able to block people uh, if you don't like them and you don't have to hear from them. You don't want to hear anything they say. It's it's insanity uh, to think that that is the right approach to having conversation. It's not. If you disagree with someone, uh, being willing to converse and try to push back on the things that they say is a much more intelligent way, I think, to have a valuable conversation and a much more intelligent way to try to uh, mitigate the the value of something than to just dismiss it outright. But anyway, uh, back to the topic at hand. Uh, Chris Lick fired from CNN and out, and CNN likely to go hardcore back to the left, I think, uh, if it hasn't already. Uh, two other stories that I think are interesting, and I'll just do them kind of quicker as far as top five stories of the day go. Uh, a grand jury in Florida is hearing testimony in the former President Donald Trump's case uh, about mishandled uh, documents there. The federal jury in Miami continued hearing from witnesses on Wednesday an investigation into the possession of hundreds of classified documents as tension ran high among his aides and advisors, uh, this is according to the New York Times, uh, that charges might soon be filed against him. What's very interesting about this and the continued updates on this story is what I said just the other day, uh, that right before uh, former Vice President Mike Pence announced that he is running for the, the office of president and announced that he is uh, yet another candidate on the Republican side of the aisle for the primary there, um, he was apparently um, told that he would not see any charges whatsoever for his mishandling of classified documents. To me, that's fascinating. Um, and of course, the former president or the current president, President Biden, is also tremendously unlikely to face any charges. I even actually have audio of Biden uh, talking about how crazy it is uh, that his documents would even be something anyone would care about because he invited people to go look for them. And they were from the 1970s. Here's a little bit of what he said. Voluntarily, no one's had to threaten to do anything. Voluntarily open every single aperture I have with the house, offices, everything for them to come and look and spend hours searching my home. Invited them. Nobody. And so, and the best of my knowledge, the kinds of things they picked up are things that from 1974 and stray papers. There may be something else I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I love that too, by the way. There might be something else. I'm not even sure what's there. I would contend that it is worse for someone to rise through the political system and to keep classified documents in their home inside their garage for multiple, multiple years uh, than someone who I think um, might have resisted trying to give documents back that the government was asking for in the former president. The current president just having stuff sitting around that's been sitting around for a long time that was uh, top secret and classified and all that same stuff. I don't care if you say it was oh, it wasn't a big deal. It was it was one of those not important classified documents and the Trump ones. They were more important to me. It'd be a, a bigger breach of our security to have those documents out in the wild for as long as they were out there. But I digress. No charges likely uh, against the current president either. Uh, I saw this story uh, just pivoting to something that is not uh, politics at all. Uh, air quality alerts are going on in the East Coast. Uh, this is because of uh, smoky conditions that are caused by wildfires uh, in Canada. The reason I thought this story was kind of interesting is there's a viral video 
of these um, crazy smoke outs going on in New York City uh, that you can see from the the water there. And it, it does look like really intense. Uh, it is it is something to kind of see it. Um, I, I don't know what, if any, actual risk anyone has, uh, but air quality alerts um, being unprecedented, according to the mayor in New York City uh, and telling New Yorkers that they must take caution. Uh, but what that caution is sounds like nothing. You're not going to not go about your life. You're not going to wear a mask. You're not going to get a, a vaccine against the wildfire smoke, I don't think. So I think you're just going to keep living. Uh, but it is a, sort of a unique thing to see. I would say that anyone who hasn't seen it, uh, you might want to consider just sort of looking it up and, and checking it out. I can taste uh, the air is what I think someone said to the Associated Press uh, in response to this. Uh, another thing that I, I saw and I thought was interesting out there in the world, out there in the news, and this comes from Reuters, uh, Ukrainians are facing homelessness, disease, um, and other risks as the floods crest from the burst dam uh, that happened there in Ukraine. Uh, again, this topic was discussed by Tucker Carlson, uh, who came back to broadcasting via Twitter uh, last night and talked about how he believes, although he did say probably, uh, that Ukraine was the uh, country that blew up the dam and not Russia, uh, because militarily uh, the removal of the dam is probably going to benefit Ukraine far more than Russia. The territory in question was controlled by Russia. Uh, the dam um, and the loss of the dam has a unique impact on some of what's going on in Crimea. So, so all those things are true, and I do think it's interesting, and I don't think we have a definitive answer. And even our own media is now saying you don't know uh, who um, actually did that, Russia or Ukraine, but that you're now seeing the fallout, the damage that will be done to the Ukrainian people, to civilians. And I'm sure that this will cause additional uh, conversation on both sides of that conflict, uh, Russia invading Ukraine, of course, in the first place. Uh, but it, it does also allow, I will say this too, an opportunity for some of what will be uh, likely counterstrikes Ukraine is now executing or will be executing against Russia on a Russian soil. And that is something the United States has not been a big fan of and has told Russia we're not a big fan of it, although it doesn't seem to really have any other impact. Uh, but that's that's something that's interesting out there is the reports on just how bad uh, the dam um, uh, being blown up and the the you know flooding will be for human beings uh, that live in that area. Uh, two other quick ones. It's top five at five. Want to get them in. I thought this was an interesting back and forth between Senator Hawley and um, a Biden district judge nominee, um, mostly because of how very, very easy it was uh, to get the nominee to admit that she said certain things for political reasons and that she didn't really have a lot of science to back them up during COVID. And she was basically persecuting religious uh, people and religious services and how nonchalantly uh, this person that's a nominee for a, a, a judge position, a district judge position, is just like, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, she tries to defend herself a little bit. Uh, but I thought the back and forth and the way that Hawley did this, Senator Hawley did this, uh, was pretty expert. And the you think it, well, my, my time's almost expired, and I know other senators want to ask questions, so let me just very quickly here. Do you think it's wrong to discriminate on the basis of religious faith? Absolutely, Senator. Why did you argue that religious services, religious people, pose a greater risk of infection than people gathered to, to argue for defunding the police? I was representing my client, the mayor, and consulting epidemiologists had issued orders that she thought were going to protect public health. It was my role to defend those as a well, Why did you make that argument? This seems like a strange argument to me that religious people are somehow, what, more infectious than, than folks who have other ideological positions? I don't get it. My understanding was the nature of singing and other things epidemiologists thought could transmit COVID at a higher rate. You didn't rate. put any scientific evidence on the record for it? 
Senator, those were fast-moving cases, and they weren't going to full briefing and full summary judgment. That's not what the district court said. Uh The district court said that you engaged in, and your client engaged in, and you you defended discrimination on the basis of religious belief. So you uh, discriminated uh, based on religious belief. You had no scientific information to back it up. And when you're pressed into a corner, you say, ah, it's fast-moving. You know, I, I made some mistakes along the way. Because it was my job to say certain things and do certain things, uh, however I was asked to do them. And if they weren't true, I guess I didn't care. I mean, it's, that's insane. Uh, that's incredible as far as a back and forth goes uh, with a, a Biden district judge nominee, uh, D.C. Uh, Lauren uh, Atkin. Uh, quick break. A lot more. Good story, bad story coming up next. 1470, 100.3 WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. 1470. 100.3 WMBD, uh, good story, bad story time. First, the good story. I like this one a lot. A few weeks ago, a military father named Douglas surprised his daughter at her college graduation. He traveled more than 30 hours from where he was stationed in the Middle East. His daughter, Pamela, didn't know he was coming. The two hadn't seen each other in almost a year. It was awesome. Uh, there is audio to play. Uh, these are um, uh, good stories that I like very, very much. Everybody, we have a very special surprise. Pamela is being greeted by her father, a U.S. Navy Petty Officer Second Class, who has made the trip from overseas to see his daughter graduate. <laughs> My heart sank. <laughs> I mean, I was like shaking. I, I couldn't believe it. I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to have my dad here. And uh, I'm happy to start a new chapter in life. It's awesome that they even gave her the microphone and let her speak. Uh, I love the fact that it's uh, Navy, too, because uh, some of my friends at the VFW are Navy. And they'll probably be like, yeah, sure, we knew it would be Navy as soon as you said that somebody did that. Uh, come on, every branch of military does that a lot. But I'm, I'm sure. I can think of a few people that are uh, happy right now, if they're listening to the show, uh, that it's a nice highlight of a guy uh, that's serving in our Navy. Uh, the bad story, because you got to always do a bad when you do a good story on this show. A man in Rhode Island is facing four felony charges after police say he admitted to an incredibly insane thing. Uh, he broke into somebody's house. Uh, the reason he broke into the house is he was intent on stealing Adult uh, toys, let's call them. He wanted to steal them because he wanted to give them as a birthday gift to a friend of his. Uh, The 32-year-old guy is named Benjamin. Uh, He lives in Rhode Island. Um, I don't know why he thought of every part of this as a good idea. He wanted to steal the bedroom novelties, and he thought that they'd, you know, be great. Uh, Maybe he'd uh, go ahead and put them in some sort of uh, box, wrap them up, gift them again, uh, a re-gift that no one ever wants, and certainly uh, stealing makes it an even worse situation. Uh, Well, in the process of that, he also was trying to take a makeup kit uh, that he had from another home, uh, which he was also intent on giving, and then he actually also had weed. Uh, which he was attempted, which he uh, again said he was going to go ahead and gift. So the makeshift gift he was creating uh, by stealing some things from other people, including makeup, adult things, and then weed. Uh, the guy, as I said, four felony charges. Uh, Benjamin has also been ordered to complete a mental health screening because probably uh, there's some stuff going on there, and that definitely is a good idea. But that's the bad story. And um, if you've ever contemplated regifting someone that someone gave you, uh, you can feel better knowing that you're nowhere near as, as unique as this man and the decisions he's making or the decisions he tried to make. Uh, one other thing that I thought was interesting uh, out there, um, there's a new story. It seems like there's new stories all the time about artificial intelligence, 
Uh, it has not been a good year for AI. It's not been a good year for the ridiculous Apple thing that they just unveiled either. But an online dating app called Flirtini uh, has conducted a survey on single Americans aged 18 to 40 to gauge whether or not they think AI would be good in the dating world, uh, meaning helping them um, get people to go out on dates with them, helping them while out on dates. 69, that's unique, percent of single people express their positive or at least neutral feeling about AI tools being used in the dating process. Another, this is real, uh, PR Newswire has it, 69% of people were fine with AI helping them create a better profile on social media, and then 61% of users were cool with the prospect of an around-the-clock interaction with an AI assistant uh, that is, um, you know, trying to find you uh, the person to be with for the rest of your life. And 67% would even in- embrace AI tools that could accurately help determine uh, if a match was someone that would work or wouldn't work for them. So AI, artificial intelligence, scary. Lots of places where we're talking about cutting back on it. If you're single and looking for someone to date, um, ah, who cares? Caution to the wind is what they're saying. Quick break. Uh, a lot more. You got Will doing the news. AM radio, it's 1470. FM, it's 100.3. And all over the internet, WMBDRadio.com and the WMBD Radio app. 1470, 100.3, WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. I am legitimately having fun with this story. I can't help it. I'm going to talk about it again. I've talked about it already today. Uh, the aliens thing. Uh, the debrief is the website that put it up. Uh, here's how I want to talk about it this time. Uh, there is a piece in the Atlantic that is crapping all over. Uh, the idea that aliens are a thing or that we have UFOs that you and I don't know about, but the government is hiding from us, uh, which is all stuff the whistleblower in the latest story is saying. Uh, I thought the Atlantic's position was interesting. Uh, they said that there's a long history of people coming forward and saying that they are someone that knows about UFOs and it's being uh, kept from us and uh, we should know stuff and then we don't wind up knowing stuff. Uh, but my favorite part of the Atlantic's coverage is questioning the website, the debrief in the first place. Uh, here's what it says. I want to read this to you. A website called the debrief, uh, which specializes in something called frontier science and describes itself as self-funded reported this week that a former intelligence office official uh, named David Gersich uh, said that the U S government has spent decades secretly recovering intact vehicles and partially fragmented vehicles uh, that weren't made by humans. And actually uh, that official, even said that whistleblower said that there were pilots uh, that were recovered from one of these things. Here's what's hilarious to me. Uh, the debrief is a website that is highly respected, according to media bias and fact check. And if you wonder, hey, wait a minute, I've never heard of that place before. Are they biased? I put in Fox News for uh, media bias and fact check to see if they'd think that Fox was credible. And they said incredibly um, low credibility, uh, like the lowest ratings possible, and extremely far to the right. That's what media bias fact check uh, believes to be true about Fox. Uh, but when you look up the debrief, uh, the website that The Atlantic is pretending, you know, is, is weird and fringy and all kinds of stuff, it says it is highly credible, mostly factual, and has almost no political bias, if anything, a little bit to the left. The reason I say all that stuff is if I say the names of things and you don't know what those things are and you're someone who agrees with me on some of the other stuff I talk about, uh, then you're probably going to think that uh, what I'm saying is true. If you disagree with me on the other stuff I talk about, then you're going to assume the stuff I'm saying is ridiculous lies and I'm a horrible person. I, I don't know. Um, but all this stuff is somewhat new to me. Uh, it's not like I'm a, a big uh, consumer of the debrief. I don't know what to think about the idea that aliens could be real. And I say could be because 
Uh, we don't have all the proof out there in public yet. And so I understand why maybe it's not getting talked about a lot of places. It just sounds nuts. It sounds insane. But on the off chance, man, that this is real and some of the um, uh, credibility of, of those in this situation seem to be high enough, I want to be one of the shows that first talked about how aliens were confirmed or they might be confirmed. So I don't have egg on my face. I don't want to treat this Hunter Biden style like mainstream media does or anything else. And actually, you know, it's I thought I wouldn't mention this in the whole aliens conversation, uh, but I will. But and then I'll move on. Uh, when I was working at a different radio group, um, not here, uh, but close by, uh, I remember I found a story about a month, maybe maybe three weeks before COVID was something that we were talking about. It was actually a pretty scary story. Uh, it was a story about how China was um, hiding bodies, how they were even like um, uh, incinerating bodies uh, early on in the COVID pandemic and trying to lie about it. And I remember doing that story on my radio show and being treated by everyone around me uh, that I worked with. Like I just said some sort of fringe, crazy conspiracy thing. And I, I didn't say that I knew what I was talking about. I just reported the thing that I that I found and, and gave you the same version of a take that I'm giving you on the aliens right now. And uh, guess what? COVID wound up being a thing. Uh, it wound up being a, a bit of a thing. We talked about it for a while. Uh, it seems like a lot of people have other reactions. But when you first heard of it, uh, when you first heard that, and some people still even now uh, probably uh, don't agree with what we've what we've heard from COVID so far. Uh, but that that's what the aliens feels like to me. Um, talk about um, a heck of a run for the early 2020s. If we have a ridiculous pandemic that shut down all of society and then aliens are real, that would be an, a really hard thing to beat with the back end of this decade if that's the road we're going. I don't know, but I can't stop talking about it because something about it is very intriguing. A news nation is a television station that also does not lean to the right. Um, Chris Cuomo works there uh, now, which is weird. And I actually think they probably want to hire Tucker Carlson at some point for other reasons. Um, and actually, I'll get to Tucker in a second. Uh, but News Nation will be doing another report on this with the whistleblower on Sunday night. And yes, I will be watching and I will be very intrigued the entire time. And then I'll come here and talk to you about it. And if at some point there's a press conference and there are aliens, I'm going to feel great about myself. Uh, other things out there. Uh, Tucker Carlson is now likely to be in some sort of legal fight uh, with Fox News. Uh, Fox News has accused Tucker of breaching his contract with his Twitter show. Uh, the network claimed in a letter that Carlson's new show, the first episode of which dropped yesterday, is a violation of his contract, setting up a potential legal battle between the cable giant and one of the biggest voices in conservative media. This is according to Mediaite.com. Uh, I, I said that yesterday uh, when I saw that video pop up is I didn't know what it indicated. Did it indicate that Tucker and his legal team thought they found a loophole? in a contract so they could just go ahead and do whatever it is they wanted to do and they wouldn't get in trouble for this? Or were they courting Fox into a lawsuit? It seems that it's the latter. And I wonder what the actual end result of this would be. Um, I, I remember, and a lot of people remember, the Conan O'Brien, Jay Leno, NBC thing. And Conan eventually wound up spending a lot of time not on television before getting another show. If Tucker doesn't care about the money, uh, that he's owed by Fox, and based on the success of his first episode, uh, something that seems to have reached millions and millions of people, 
uh, millions more than he reached when he was on Fox News, then maybe he'll just let the money go away and that'll be the end of it. Uh, but I do think it's interesting that it'll now wind up being a court battle uh, after Tucker put out the first episode of his his Twitter show, which, uh, among other things, did discuss the potential for aliens. He didn't dive deep, um, by the way. He just went a little bit there. Uh, I'm, I guess, uh, deeper in these waters, although I still don't know what to think. I'm not telling you that I'm convinced of, of anything yet. I think i got to meet an alien, and then I'll know uh, way more. Um, but again, I am very intrigued about what goes on if Tucker does more episodes of his show. I wanted to pull it up um, just so I, I get it right and put it out there correctly. 91 million views. Now, what's interesting about this, and I'm sure someone who hates Tucker Carlson will also tell you this in the near future. Uh, that's not why I'm telling you this. Uh, but Twitter did change its, its um, information that it displays. You used to be able to see two different numbers, uh, one that was people who actually viewed uh, a tweet but might not have watched the video, and then a second number used to display that would say the amount of people that actually clicked on and watched just two seconds of a video. The old number, you didn't have to go very deep into the episode to count as a viewer. Uh, that second number is gone. So 91 million people saw this tweet. Um, I don't know if they all watched it, but he only had 3 million people uh, that watched his Fox show. I say only. It was the highest rated show at the network at the time. Three and a half million, I think, uh, something like that. So if he had even a, a small percentage of those who clicked on this or saw this in their feed actually watch this, he is crushing uh, his previous. And actually, I, I think this is a salvo. All right, fine. I couldn't stop talking about this either. I think this is a salvo at a lot of media. Um, you could think about Joe Rogan. You could think about a lot of uh, people who have a significant following, make a crap ton of money uh, off of their following. I think Rogan makes uh, a ridiculous amount of money, uh, like um, $100 million or something uh, from his his podcast deal and whatnot. And actually, Tucker was only, I think, going to make something like $20 million, if I remember the reporting right and all that. So if these numbers are correct, uh, then Tucker is probably set to make a crap ton more money anyway. Um, so he probably doesn't care. Um, but this should make a lot of media uh, very, very worried um, because a lot of media has a much worse pitch now to someone who becomes a legitimate talent. Um, I think that for someone who's unknown, you're still going to find them in the traditional places. You'd find anyone that's trying to make a name for themselves in entertainment or whatever it is that they're doing. Uh, but at some point, if you're a Joe Rogan, a Tucker Carlson, uh, whoever, uh, you probably become much bigger than whatever platform you're on, and you can just create a place where your audience can go find you and have success. Uh, it's it's interesting leverage. It's sort of like, and I hate that I'm saying it this way because uh, I don't like this uh, aspect of the NBA, but the NBA now, pretty much players have much more control over where they end up going, and you have the super teams like the one that LeBron made in Miami uh, or the one that LeBron tried to make in L.A., didn't do as well. Uh, you have super teams because the players just sort of dictate uh, where they're going to go and what they're going to do. It feels as though uh, Tucker Carlson might be uh, demonstrating the opportunity for many other people uh, that are at that same uh, level. All right, a quick break. I do have uh, one more political thing I wanted to cover. It's something that Corinne Jean-Pierre said, uh, but I'll save it. I'll get to that in a second, and then hopefully a couple uh, sillier pieces of audio to end the show. Uh, 1470-100.3 WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. 1470, 
100.3 WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. Thank you to some listeners uh, that are sending me text messages about other guys who came forward and said that aliens uh, were a thing. I'm going to look up some of these individuals. Uh, 309-340-4464 is the phone number to text me. Uh, apparently, I'm willing to chat about aliens now uh, because there's that story that's out there. A whistleblower, News Nation. It's not it's it's funny. I, I don't mean to keep talking about it. I have other stuff to talk about. Uh, but it's not like the places that you'd assume it'd be coming from for so much of media to be dismissing this. Uh, it's not the New York Post that's putting it out there. It's not a bunch of conservative rags uh, that people want to rip on, although conservatives are now asking for more information on this. Republican politicians I want more details. Uh, but the debrief is a slightly to the left website, and News Nation is supposed to be a down the middle, although probably still uh, slightly to the left uh, television station that uh, doesn't have a lot of viewers. And uh, Chris Cuomo uh, works there to give you a barometer uh, for what they believe in. Uh, those are the ones who are saying that they're probably aliens. Uh, I think the report on Sunday is actually titled We Are Not Alone. Uh, man, I'm excited. I'm interested. I'm down. All right, let's move on. There's other stuff. Uh, first, let's do this. Uh, one last serious thing because I ranted about aliens too much in the last segment. Uh, a reporter asked Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House spokesperson, about the amount of people that are afraid uh, in certain jobs right now in our society and whether or not that's important. Here we go. So Walgreens unveiled a new look for their stores. Uh, they unveiled that in Chicago, and it has basically everything locked up, uh, in part because of the theft that they've seen. Uh, recent study shows that 50% uh, of retail workers have seen some sort of retail theft, and another uh, nearly 50% are afraid to go to work. So is the president aware of retail theft, and how come the problems become so uh, pervasive under uh -huh. his tenure. So By the way, I won't judge him because I, I stumble on words, too, and well, so does our president. Uh, you know what I think is interesting and what amuses me a lot sometimes before I play her answer is the way that people ask these questions uh, because the question of is the president aware of retail theft, it's just so good. Like, is our current president who gets lost while trying to walk up to a podium aware that people steal stuff from places? And actually, I guess more specifically, aware that a whole lot of people are stealing a whole lot of stuff from a whole lot of places now. And even the example of Chicago that's used and the uh, Walgreens there that is uh, so locked up, uh, you feel like you definitely can't get out of the place if you walk in. Uh, but here's Corinne's answer. Look, what I can tell you is unlike congressional Republicans, the president has taken action. He has taken action to deal with, uh, <laughs> with, uh, with the crime, hiring uh -huh. police officers. Look at what he's uh, doing. We've, you've seen that from his actions that he's taken to cut crime. And he uh, and it started with the American Rescue Plan. The Re American Rescue Plan had billions of dollars. Oh, sweet God. I don't know what else to say. I want to move on to stuff that is not talking about politics all of a sudden. And she says that because I love the idea. I'll just say this, that Democrats, the um, White House spokesperson, are now trying to take the position that Democrats are more pro-police than Republicans are. It's insane. I mean, it's great if everybody's pro police. It's fine. I'm not, I'm not refusing to let other people into the pool, uh, that is being, uh, pro those who serve and protect us. Uh, but it's so odd that so often that argument is made now and it's made in such a, a ridiculous kind of, uh, cherry picked way that it's just dumb. Uh, anyway, other stuff, uh, two things out there that I like. Uh, first, um, you probably remember this. If you were listening a couple days ago, uh, there was a guy that went viral because he jumped into a alligator exhibit at a zoo and recorded himself. And there's audio out there. He's safe. He didn't get hurt, but he's a moron. And uh, now there's this story. And I think this came uh, from um, uh, another part of the United States. I don't so Yellowstone. Uh, that, that's where it happened, where a dude 
took video of himself shirtless trying to wrestle bears. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what society is doing. I don't know why we're doing stuff now. This is not even the first story at a Yellowstone where people are going crazy. I think this is not even the first story where someone's trying to yellow a, uh, um, wrestle a, a bear. Uh, but this guy had to do it shirtless, and he was told uh, no. Uh, his now-deleted Instagram post uh, was apparently going to be a series of wrestling different bears shirtless at, at Yellowstone. Where, where is society, people? Like, where is his mother? Let me ask that question. Where is this young man's mom? And what is mom saying if she sees the video of her son uh, trying to wrestle a bear without a shirt on to try to go viral on social media? I can't imagine it's good stuff. I've got to assume there's a lot of judgy things, uh, valuably judgy things, uh, that Ma would say while also telling you to just stop it. You just stop it, uh, is what I feel like I'd hear. All right, I want to play this. Uh, I like to end the show uh, with some sillier pieces of audio. Uh, I find this to be uh, ridiculously uh, silly. Uh, a woman, and most young people do this now, outed herself for something very embarrassing uh, that she did, a mistake that she made. I'm just going to play it because, again, I find the fact that she's the one letting everyone know this happened to be an interesting part of this story. Uh, hold on. Let me actually make sure that you can actually hear it this time. Let's play it uh, the right way, and then we'll do it again. Here we go. I've done it. I have won the most idiot person <laughs> award. My eye drops sit directly next to super glue, and they're the same size bottle. And I wasn't paying attention, and now my eyes glued shut. She super glued her eyes shut. What an idiot. And I asked the people, I was like, has this happened before? Have you ever gotten a call like this? They're like, no. <laughs> Like, thanks for the vote of confidence, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, we're not. I don't think that's the role here. You know, that's my other favorite part of when people out themselves on the Internet for uh, doing something dumb or doing something wrong in some way or like quitting a job in a crappy way is uh, the Internet doesn't usually support you. But my favorite part is the first thing she said. Well, I've gone and done it. I have won the most idiot person <laughs> award. I think my I want to give out a daily most idiot person award uh, for a while. I don't know how long it would go. Uh, but super gluing your eyes shut probably gets you pretty high up on the list. And then more importantly, uh, going and admitting it, going and letting everyone know out there in the world that you uh, are the one who super glued your eyes shut. Uh, one other piece of audio. As I said, I like to end the show with some audio. Uh, this is an Apple executive, a senior vice president. Uh, his name is is Craig. His last name, I think, is uh, Federighi. I'm not sure if I'm doing that right. Uh, but he was talking about how happy he is uh, that Apple is now going to let you say the F word uh, via text, which is something I know that Will was reporting on uh, yesterday. Here's Craig. Autocorrect is also getting more capable with refresh design to better support you as you type. And in those moments where you just want to type a ducking word, <laughs> well, the keyboard will learn it, too. I don't know why it's it's uh, funny to me or weird to me that even the like senior vice president of Apple, his software engineer, is thrilled uh, that he's going to be able to write the right word and not the, the one that replaces the F with a D. I couldn't get anybody else in the newsroom to report that story yesterday because they were all afraid they were going to replace ducking with the actual uh, with word. With something else, yeah. And then uh, there was going to be a canning. 